0: now i've had a lot to talk about the marvel comic films and superhero films because they're so painfully dominant there's just no escaping and instead of winding down they've sort of gotten this almost three month cycle of just doing spin-off after spin-off um in recent when it started they were wonderful the uh, first few films in fact it was 10 years ago iron man first came on the scene and was a real breath of fresh air brilliantly written film great screenplay and Robert Downey Jr. was superb, and so was uh, some of the earlier films. I like the first Thor film and the first Captain America film. Um, the Avengers was brilliant, the first film, and so was uh, Captain America's Winter Soldier. And since then, it's been such a mixed bag. There have been some dire films. Uh, the second two, Iron Man 1s, the second Thor film, and Ultron, the second Avengers movie, they were all terrible. And then... Into that mix has been the DC universe, which has also thrown up these terrible Batman Superman movies, which have been awful. And everyone's just getting sick of it. But curiously, Marvel are on an amazing run now because um, last September, I think it was, they released Thor 3 uh, Ragnarok. And that was a real blast. They used the uh, New Zealand uh, director from H- Humphrey the Wilder People, which was a very inspired choice and made for a very funny and light film and we also saw um, Black Panther do astonishingly well this year earlier this year Uh, and they've come back with Avengers Affinity War which should be uh, a bit of a coming back down to earth but they've got two great directors Anthony Russo and Joe Russo and their previous films, uh, Captain America Winter Soldier, was one of the best of the Marvel films, if like right up with the top one or two, I would say. he did. Uh, they did do Captain America Civil War, which wasn't quite as good, but I think that was the studio's fault because the film itself was often brilliant, but they shoehorned too many franchisees into it and it looked like that wasn't the writers. They're actually really talented people. They're, they've won awards for Arrested Development and for Community on TV. And they've come back now with uh, Avengers Infinity War. And with this ever-expanding universe, it's sometimes difficult to know where everything chronologically lies. Um, But I would suggest after whatever the last film was. This is by far the most ambitious film they've ever made in the Marvel Universe. And it seeks to tie every single thing together, which is like my biggest nightmare. The ones that I've I've liked have focused on a much smaller world and fewer characters. This tries to fit every single thing that's happened and every single part of the franchise into one movie, and it's been split in half. Um, and basically, it's uh, it starts quite shockingly with uh, the Thanos, who is uh, one of the oldest and most powerful beings in the universe. He's cropped up before. Um, but only briefly. And Thanos is unimaginably powerful, and is on a hunt for what's called the Infinity Stones, which are at the Big Bang at the start of the universe. They control different elements: time, reality, um, soul was one of them, uh, which was interesting. Um, I think there's six or seven Infinity Stones, and each one is unimaginably powerful, um, and the um, the one of the, the tesseract was in, in control of one of them and dr strange had one around his neck and so on and they were sort of scattered around the universe curiously large number on earth which didn't seem as quite able to defend itself as intergalactic invasions as maybe other places in the universe um, but it starts with him taking uh, one of the infinity stones from Thor so at the end of uh, the last Thor film Asgard where Thor and Loki and everyone lived was completely obliterated and they all headed off Battlestar Galactica style into the universe and um, the remnants of the Asgardian population defeated whoever it was um, that they were defeating and, and headed off into the universe with no land and we start quite shockingly with that ship being com- obliterated um, by Thanos and his army, the biggest army in the universe, uh, who who comes on board and, and royally beats the living hell out of people like Loki and, and Thor and everyone, and even the incredible Hulk who makes an appearance. He gets beaten up by Thanos, so powerful is he? Um, and then Loki gets killed right at the start. One of the biggest characters and um, one of the most loved and engaging characters in the whole Marvel universe is just killed straight at the start. And so is um, what's this? What's the fellow? The gatekeeper from Asgard, Idris Alba's character. He gets killed at the start as well. And that's kind of par for the course for this movie. Major, major things happen all the way through it. Uh, and they basically, there's multiple strands going on where some are on Earth with Doctor Strange who's got an Infinity Stone and there's a there's a second Infinity Stone on Earth. The Avengers have all split years ago and aren't talking to each other and so it's gradually uh, Thanos methodically tracking down and defeating everybody getting these Infinity Stones and the purpose for him doing this is he believes in the, the, the universe is unsustainable um, that each planet is unsustainable. So he kills half the population everywhere he goes. He lands on the planet and he enacts this power that he will, that kills arbitrarily. doesn't matter if you're the king or the, or the pauper. It just kills 50% of the population. And he wants all of the Infinity Stones so he can kill half the universe's populations. It's pretty heady stuff, and there are some really quite dark themes in it as well. Um. So that's that's the broader plot, and it obviously progresses in, in in that manner towards Thanos fighting against the Avengers to try. They try and stop him getting Infinity Stones, and he tries to get them and gets ever more powerful. Uh, it's got every single person in it. Robert Downey Jr. is back. Hemsworth is back. Captain. Uh, sorry, Saw. Mark Ruffalo as a Hulk. Chris Evans as Captain America. Scarlett Johnson, Benedict Cumberbatch. Don Cheadle. Tom Holland. I mean, the, I can see the bill. They said that the budget might be up to $400 million. Half of that must have been on wages. Um, like virtually every... You get the whole Guardians of the Galaxy crew in it. And and all of the stories that have been in those previous movies, obviously the Guardians of the Galaxy movies were very successful and, and enjoyable. They're all intertwined into this one major story arc. And... Um, So what did I think of Avengers Infinity War? I think it's a really weird thing to say, but one of the biggest criticisms I had about it it was um, it's too much for one film. I know they're splitting it across two, but what they've done here is too much for one film. So much happens. Um, It's a massive story. It's almost like they broke the Lord of the Rings trilogy down into two movies instead of three. Um, they could have easily lopped a fair bit off of this and, and still had a very full movie. There was lots about it I liked, particularly how dark it often is um, and how resonant a lot of the emotive themes are. Thanos is is the star of the show. He's played by Josh Brolin, who is one of my favourite actors at the moment and just fresh off of uh, I think he's also a big character in the new Star Wars film and in next month's Sicario 2 which I'm very very excited about so it's got the best villain that they've put in a Marvel film the villains in the recent films have been awful like Ultron was terrible and most of them have been pretty either bland or boring or a composite of you know someone that was going to be powerful a thousand years ago who's now got hold of some objects and so and so but Thanos is driven by completely different things he's di- driven by this genuine belief that he's the only person that sees that the universe is overpopulated and can't sustain itself and that he's helping everyone live by killing off the people in the universe um, and he's a very thoughtful villain as well he's, in, he's very ruthless and he's very, um pow- he's like so powerful, He's it's very difficult for anybody to fight him at all on any level. And even his minions are incredibly powerful. But he's also got these really thoughtful personal relationships, like Zoe Saldana as Gamora. He's his daughter who he basically kidnapped when she was a baby and he, he killed her mum. But she's got this sort of very stock uh, home Syndrome relationship with him where she does love him a lot, as well as want to kill him. And there are lots of these really quite potent, emotive human emotions and motivations throughout the film, which I was way beyond the Call of Duty. And the humour is very well handled in this film. It's not funny like Thor 3 was or Guardians of the Galaxy, but it is often very wittily funny to make you laugh out loud. And those moments here are are, a real balm for the heaviness of the story and the heaviness of a lot of the scenarios that happen. And there are some really big shocking moments throughout this film. It's, there's no stone unturned as far as what happens to the characters in this. It's, uh, do you know what I really get annoyed now when they kill off major characters in these films and then just bring them back, which they keep doing at the moment? This one gets through a lot of people, a lot. Um, but if there are flaws with it, and and all of the characters in it are really good. They're all on their A-game. Um, so if you know if you just merge Iron Man and Guardians of the Galaxy and the Thor universes and the Captain America universes together it's pretty much everyone in those films and everyone's on their A-game, they're all really good um, and it's like Chris Hemsworth, he's great because he's very sort of dark in this film especially with Loki being killed at the start but he still manages to be very funny in sentences here and there um, Benedict Cumberbatch is better here as Strange than he was in the Doctor Strange film as well. He's, he's a lot funnier and wittier and more acidic. Uh, and he goes off well against Robert Downey Jr. Another, uh, another, probably a bigger flaw in this film for me, like so many films, I would use the example Inception, it's got such a strong story that when they waste 45 minutes at the end in a very, very long, very repetitive battle sequence, or in this case, series of battles, that could all have been a third as long and just as effective. I wonder why, because it dilutes. Because you don't, you don't want to focus on them fighting in the battlefield because you want to focus on these big moments, which are almost always them standing opposite each other talking. Um, where they're actually explaining you know, why they're doing what they're doing. or Those bits are interesting. Like the main story of Inception was really interesting. It didn't need all of that. And when you've already got two and a two-and-a-half-hour film, we've too much story for a two-and-a-half-hour film. Spending so much time fighting at the end, it's the weakest third of the movie. But then it does have a wow finish, and I mean a wow finish, which is um, quite unexpected, dark and quite quick the way they wrap it all up so this is right at the top tier of the avenger movies it's probably not i guess all of them have got that overblown bit towards the end where there's too much fighting going on but here they've got lots of different areas where the characters exist they're not in the same sort of worlds even they're often far apart having different battles with different people's I guess you could say it was like the last Lord of the Rings movie, where there's so much fighting going on. But I did really like it, and I was really impressed by quite a lot of what happened here. Um, I'm in two minds what to score it. I think I'll give Avengers Infinity War an 8 out of 10. I was going to go higher, but again, they kind of back away from it having uh, as much meaning as it could have. Some of it seems to sort of float by without resonating as much as it could, and there is an awful lot of fighting at the end, but it's top-notch entertainment for a a blockbuster. So Avengers Infinity War, I'm going to give 8 out of 10. And this is... I'm going to play it from a way in, actually. This is a standout track on the excellent new John Hopkins album, which is called Singularity. And this track...